Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Lockdown Flames. Today, I have another prospect interview for you with Victoria Royals defenseman Wyatt Wilson, and he is so much fun to talk to, and you'll find out in just a minute. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jess Belmosto. In case you're new here, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Uh, I am the executive director of communications or director of communications, head of communications for the PHF Players Association, which is so fun. And I write a lot, cover hockey on a daily basis. So, yeah, today we have a very fun interview with Wyatt Wilson, who is a very talented blue liner. And, you know, if you're a fan of Mark Giordano, uh, Charlie McAvoy, Victor Hedman, and even Kel McCarr, you're going to want to stick around and listen to Wyatt chat about his experience as a hockey player and the amazing things that he wants to do for the communities that he's a part of if he makes it in the NHL. Let's jump right into it. Thank you so much for joining the show today. And if you're tuning in, I'm here with Wyatt Wilson of the Victoria Royals. And how are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about your hockey journey, you know, how you got into the sport and where you're at now in your career? Yeah. So I, uh, I started playing when I was about, um, you know, three or four, just putting on the skates and skating with dad and my, uh, my younger brother. And then I just kind of worked my way up through Swift Current Minor Hockey and then moved out to Abbotsford, BC to play with the Yale Lions, my Bantam prep year and my midget first year. And then my Bantam second year, I got drafted to the Lethbridge Hurricanes. And then was traded to Swift. And then from there, I was traded to uh, Victoria. So I played uh, two years midget in Moose Jaw and then went out to Victoria and joined my brother out there. So it's been quite the journey. That's so exciting. So you play with your brother. Yeah. Yeah. How, how has that been? Uh, it's super cool. I mean, not a lot of people can say that, um, you know, they play on a WHL team with their brother. But uh, no, it's been good. He, uh, he's, he's super fun to play with. So. so you're a defenseman, correct? Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a forward. He's a forward. Okay, I was going to say, like, was there any sort of, like, competition between you two growing up and, you know? Um, there's a, yeah, we, we are super competitive. I mean, off the ice and even on the ice in summer training, we uh, we go at it quite a bit. But, no, it's it's fun. I, I enjoy it lots. So. That's awesome. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people appreciate, uh, you know, siblings in the game, like, this past postseason, and a lot of people were talking about, you know, Brady Kachuk going all out for Matthew Kachuk during the playoffs. Uh, could you see you and your brother doing something like that someday? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, uh, hopefully one day it happens where I'm playing in the um, NHL playoffs or I mean, vice versa, or he is, or we both are, that'd be a, uh, that'd be pretty amazing, but no, I could definitely see myself doing something like that. I'm sure he'd do the same thing for me. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, how did you decide to, you know, or shift into the role of a defenseman? Uh, I just kind of got put on the ice when I was young and I was always kind of, you know, behind the plate defending my own zone. So um, I guess it just kind of stuck with me. And I guess I'm the defenseman that I am today from that. So 
That's awesome. Uh, so I'm looking at your elite prospect page right now and you're six, three. <laughs> so you're like Daryl Sutter's dream for a defenseman. <laughs> um, do you have like any uh, connections to the flames or anything like that? Uh, not overly, not too, too many connections. I mean, I've obviously, uh, I'm from Swift Current, so um, Calgary is the closest, uh, closest NHL city to me. So, I mean, we've been to a couple of Flames games and it's been an unreal experience. It'd be super, super cool to play in the Saddle Dome, obviously. So, yeah, that's, you know, I think anyone would say yeah. that. And yeah. especially like the current state of the team, like they're just, they're unreal. But yeah. what, um, I was talking with your teammate, uh, Ty Palmer, earlier or late last week, and he mentioned that the goal isn't to get drafted. It's to play in the NHL. And that's that stuck with me because it's, you know, of course, you know, you're draft eligible. It's really exciting. But at the end of the day, that's not like there's a bigger picture that you're playing for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, if you do get drafted, it's great. But I mean, even it's a, if it's a camp invite, it's just all I want is, I mean, an ask for is a chance to prove myself. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, if draft day goes well, good. And if it doesn't, well, I'll just keep working and yeah, keep getting better. Yeah. Do you have any, um, you know, pitches for these GMs and scouts out there for why they should draft you? Yeah. Um, I find that I'm a pretty, you know, physical player. I like to, you know, lay, lay big hits and, you know, I like to change the momentum of the game and there's not a, there's not a ton of guys that can do that. And, um, and playing the offensive zone, like I can, I feel like I have a pretty good set of mitts on me for, uh, for my size and I move really well. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a couple guys that do still play super physical like that, but I feel like they're starting to fade out. So, um, you know, hopefully I can, you know, bring that to the table for whatever team hopefully selects me. Yeah, that would be nice. I think, like you said, that's definitely something that's fading out and not as prominent as it used to be. So I could definitely see that making a comeback, the kind of way yeah. that all trends eventually swing back yeah. into, you know, popularity, but Coming up next, we are going to talk more about what Wyatt's future aspirations are and what the Stanley Cup and really hockey, viewing hockey, means to him as a prospect and as someone who wants to make it in the NHL. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source number one source when it comes to online sports betting and uh please remember to gamble responsibly mlb season is in full swing so head on over there to place your bets and maybe see if there's a bet about bryce harper returning uh, before the season's over since he just injured his thumb and is having to have surgery bet online has all of or has everything you need covered from a to z MMA, UFC, and even politics. So you never know what you're going to get. And I highly suggest heading over there on your mobile device or on your desktop to learn more about things at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the games begin. Outside of hockey, what do, you, what do you find yourself doing to, you know, take care of yourself, to relax, to just not be a hockey player 24-7? Yeah. Um, 
in the summers I do quite a bit of surfing. We, uh, okay. we have a cabin out at the lake, so I do a ton of surfing, but in winters, I guess in summers too, I do a ton of fishing. Uh, do a little bit of tournament fishing and um, do a lot of hunting in the fall. I mean, that's pretty tough out in Victoria now that I'm, I'm out there and not at home. So that does suck a little bit, but, and then I do a lot of ice fishing in the winters as well, as well. So. That sounds like fun. Um, I live in upstate New York. And the one thing that I see all the time on Lake Champlain is the tents during the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And I give anyone credit who can go out there and sit around a little circle and just yeah. drop a line. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. It gets pretty cold here too. So the tents do, uh, the tents <laughs> do definitely help for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so what, what else do you like to do? Um, or do you find yourself, you know, really gravitating towards? Um, obviously, you know, hanging out with friends, I don't get to see them all yeah. winter. So kind of reconnecting with them. And, um, you know, I like going to my, my old middle school and visiting all the teachers and just kind of Aww. giving back to the community. Sometimes it's, I don't know, it makes the guy feel good. And it, I think makes other people's lives better. So. Yeah, that's, um, that's important. I think that a lot of, like, I know for me, even like with like the small platform that I have as the podcast host, it's still like, it's important to be like, Hey, like, this is where I came from. Like you can do anything you set your mind to as well. And whether that be sitting and talking to a webcam five days a week or playing in the WHL, getting ready to potentially be drafted. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's really nice. I think for the younger kids to see. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a, it's not all about what happens on the ice. I mean, a ton of it goes into off the ice. I mean, you see all these guys going to charity events and whether mm -hmm. it's charity events or schools or children's hospital, it's just, it's, it's unreal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, are you going to be at home for the draft? Are you going to be in Montreal? What's your draft day experience looking like? Do you think? Yeah. So my draft day, um, I have training at uh, nine in the morning or eight 30. And then um, I'll be going on the ice and then I'll be driving home because the closest ice surface to us is about an hour and 10 minutes. So um, yeah, I'll come home and probably watch it with the family or just hang out at the lake and watch it. So nothing, nothing too, too big, but no, well, that'll, that's still exciting. You know, yeah. um, it'll be, you know, you'll be at the comfort of your home and yeah. I don't know how it works, but if you see like an unknown number call you during that day, is that going to be the general manager of whatever team saying we've got a Jersey ready for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, they'll usually call you after, I think. So they'll obviously select you and then give yeah. you a call. But I mean, leading up, you might get calls from teams just kind of asking how are you doing mentally? And oh my God. yeah, so yeah, it's, uh, it's nerve wracking for sure. But I mean, you just got to try and stay calm and, and kind of get through it. So yeah, that's, I can't even imagine. And then, you know, you're going to be on the ice most of the day and then driving back, like, yeah, <laughs> you're not really phone available for those few yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, yes. so did you now let's shift to the NHL for just two seconds. Did you have the avalanche winning the cup this year? I had Tampa Bay. Um, Did. You know, kind of the under, I thought they were the underdogs for sure. I mean, Colorado's got a pretty, yeah. well, not pretty, very talented team. Um, I think they deserve to win for sure, but 
Um, no, I just thought, you know, Tampa maybe can give them a run for their money. And I thought they did pretty well, but obviously Colorado kind of came through there in the end. But yeah, I think the scary thing about Colorado is how deep of a team they are. Yeah. And even throughout points in the season, I think Landeskog and McKinnon were out at the same time and their team still was yeah. dominating. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, thanks. Yeah. But, um, do you take any like lessons or any, uh, I guess like maybe if you watch a hockey game, like film instead of yeah. like a fan, like do you take pieces of, you know, players game style and things like that away yeah. from the game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I watch a game, it's usually um, not because I'm a fan. I'm just usually watching, you know, what the defensemen are doing. I mean, that's a, that's an elite level and they're doing things people don't even, don't even notice. You really have to, study and watch the film to notice. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, for sure. In that series, I watched, uh, I watched a lot of defense and one guy I like watching, obviously Kale McCarr, but um, you know, Josh Manson, he plays mm -hmm. a really physical game, kind of a two way shutdown guy almost. And yeah, he was, he was super fun to watch and just kind of critique. So. Yeah. And do you think, um, I don't even like Kale McCarr is so young yeah. and he just, I, I don't understand how, one person can possess that much talent and ability, but then three years in the league, he's won the Calder, the Norris and the Conn Smythe. Like you don't, you don't see that <laughs> too yeah. often. And uh, do you look to Kale as someone, you know, not necessarily to model your game after, but uh, you know, just someone to like achieve that status of being one of the best defensemen in the league. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully one day be as good as him. But um, you know, some other guys I like to model my game after. You know, Seth Jones. Seth is a big guy. He moves the puck really well and makes a super, super good first pass and defends really well. And then another one is um, Victor Hedman. You know, he's he's massive. He yeah. skates super smooth and um, also defends really well. Um, you know, he finds lanes from the blue line, just gets shot through. And then another guy is Mark Giordano. Um, oh, good old Gio. Yeah. Um, not just on the ice, but I mean, off the ice, he was always, you know, at children's hospitals and out in the community, just kind of giving back. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So those are kind of the three I like to like to model my game after and outside of my game, I guess. Yeah, no, that's, I can tell that, you know, you really are into the philanthropy side of the game. Do you think you would ever, you know, start a foundation or, you know, do something involved with your, like, whether it be your home community or the team you play for. Yeah, I could definitely see something like that, you know, running a hockey school or something back home in my, in my home community, but definitely, yeah, giving back to, you know, whether it's a um, the cancer foundation. I know my cousin just went through breast cancer. I actually just gave her my uh, um, breast cancer awareness jersey. So, yeah. So giving back to, you know, that, or whether it's a charity, it's, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I love doing it. So. That's awesome. Honestly, like, I know that a lot of people are just like, oh, well, like they just do this because, you know, oh, it's part of like the team's image. But then, you know, there are, I mean, I'd like to think that people are genuinely into giving yeah. back. And yeah, sure. um, I know that it's, it must be hard, you know, like, you you're so focused on all the good things going on but then you you do realize like oh 
there are people who unfortunately do have it a lot worse. And whether that's, you know, like you mentioned, a family member or a sick kid who's in the hospital for Christmas and a visit from someone who's, you know, not a doctor probably light up their world. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta, you know, not take a step away from hockey, but put things in the bigger picture and, you know, just think about those kids and or people and just, you know, kind of give back to them and make their day better. So. Absolutely. And I know in Calgary, they do a lot of um, outreach work in the community. And that's like one of my favorite things about covering them is seeing how much um, community involvement they have. And even though Gio's gone, he ended up um, this past weekend at Toronto Pride. So you know that like his heart's in the right place. And I think, you know, any organization would benefit from having you there and on the ice and off the ice, clearly. (laughs) And coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with, you know, Wyatt's thoughts on the draft, his anticipation surrounding it. And of course, just gonna take a quick break here. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, make sure you leave a comment, subscribe, like, rate, review the show wherever you're tuning in from. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, what what did you learn from your game this past season? I learned a lot. Um, I mean, obviously coming from midget to the WHL, you know, it's a little bit faster. So um, guys make plays at way higher speed. So you just got to kind of adjust to that. But um, other than that, I didn't learn a whole lot. I mean, obviously, like I said, next year, I'd like to, you know, kind of move towards the offensive side of things, work on my offensive side of the game. And yeah, other than that, just kind of keep rolling and see what happens, I guess. That's exciting. Uh, I wish nothing but the best for you. I mean, I don't even know you're what 18 and you're like wise beyond your years. So (laughs) congratulations, because I wish I was as wise as you when I was 18. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> of course. it. Um, is there anything you're doing this off season that you're really looking forward to? Not overly, no, just, uh, I mean, I'll be skating a ton and uh, working out with a bunch of buddies that actually played in the WHL, just in different divisions. So we kind of all meet in one place and train together and, you know, push each other to be, to be better every day. So I'm excited for that. That's, that's one thing I'm super excited for move up to Moose Jaw next week and start. So. That's so exciting. I, I'm glad that you get to hang out with like friends too. And, you know, just like, Hey, I'm home for the season and the off season, just kind of do it myself. But, um, the draft is like a week, a little over a week away, I think. Um, how are you feeling leading up to that? Like, are you just nervous? Like you said, you you know, you went through like what your day is going to look like, but are you going to be like a kid on Christmas Eve the night before and say, Oh my God, like just glued to your phone? Uh, not overly. No, I I'm pretty relaxed laid back right now. I mean, uh, like I said, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter what happens. I mean, it's just a, just a small change in the path. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too, too worried about it. Pretty relaxed. That's good. That's, yeah. that's I think that's the best attitude to have um, approaching something like this. I mean, I, 
good luck because I, <laughs> I can't even imagine the stress I would be. Is, is your mom like pacing around the house, like planning, like, okay, just in case we get the call, like we have to have like the decorations and this, like, yeah, I can tell she's definitely a little bit stressed out and nervous, but no, I'm, I'm good. I'm all That's good. good. And yeah. she's probably like, how are you so calm? Yeah. Like, how? Yeah. Oh yeah, my exactly. goodness. Well, before I let you go, do you have anything you want to throw out there for the fans listening or, um, I don't know if you use social media, but if you do, you can throw that in there as well. Um, yeah, there's not nothing. Hopefully I like to say, I mean, I just, like I said, I, all I want is an opportunity and a, just a shot to prove myself. So whatever team hopefully selects me, I'd be grateful and honored. So. Yeah. Well, we're all rooting for you and we look forward to the work that you do, hopefully in the NHL and um, maybe during the season, um, this upcoming WHL season, we can touch base and see how that uh offensive approach to your game is going yeah perfect sounds good thanks again for having me on yeah of course thank you so much